Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde. And Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are asking the question, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask him? Fuller, are you ready? Let's go. What's up, good Fuller? What's up, my brother? Dude, we are still quarantined. We are, but I got the fresh COVID-19 haircut Dude, from Dude, you did first haircut ever, supposedly. Yeah, the first time she's supposedly. ever cut hair. It, it turned out pretty good, I think. Uh, I think she's keeping a secret from you, boss. Possibly. Possibly not bad, not bad. You need to sit down and ask her who else you've been cutting hair for. I'm just thinking that, you know, with everybody out of business, maybe we just start a bit, little business out of the house and she cut people's hair. You know, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Actually, she said, she said her hands were shaky. <laughs> she was doing it because she was so scared that she was going to screw it up. Okay, oh, I got to find this picture because we're recording video this one again for Facebook. We, we This is the one nice thing about Zoom is we're able yeah. to record video and, and put it out. And hopefully by the time we're back together, maybe we'll have our own camera stuff set up so we can continue the video for our listeners and now viewers but there's so, one shot in particular that janelle <laughs> screenshotted it's like the lighting's terrible uh, but uh, like uh, that's when you were talking crap and you said don't spray too much and she gave this look of like no, if you don't shut up right now i will cut look, your ear off i i know from <laughs> a, a matter of fact when you wet down hair the clippers don't cut as well no it pulls so, Exactly. So she was starting to spray the side of my head down. I'm like, don't spray. It won't cut well. And she's like, she just stood there like, I can't believe you said that. I'm going to nip your ear off. (laughs) She goes, I can't go what? Watch this. Right. Yep. But see, I have curly hair, dude. So like, I mean, obviously. Like a chia pet. I mean, people don't want to see the hat hair, but it doesn't look too curly when it's short. But when it's long, it's like Bob Ross. You look like Bob Ross. Pure and, it's pure Bob Ross city, bro. Like it's yep. absolutely yep. insane. You know what? I'm gonna do something different. Check this out. I'm not done listening to Joy yet. Let's just listen to Joy again. I like do Joy. it again. I like Joy. yeah. It's pretty good. It's nice. I mean, and it kind and it kind of keeps the noise of my kids going crazy downstairs. <laughs> real talk. So this is real talk. Sorry, quarantine. Not quarantine. as uh, not as good as quality but, with being eh, all, all sounded proven. But yeah, yeah. It's but not what bad. I was gonna say though was is I have to have my hair super wet when they cut it. Or really? else, like they, they, it you just can't cut the curls super well. Like not I'll super cut. wet, like not like a wet dog wet, but like I'll cut your hair, bro. I got you, bro. It'll be buzzed, but I got you, bro. <laughs> the COVID nineteen haircut. No, have you? Did you? Oh, oh, was that a? I think Taylor Axelberg posted that that picture of like the 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 quarantine haircuts, and it was like the Jesus cut, the bowl cut, the oops yeah. cut, the yep. the cheap Clippers cut. Yeah, that was good. Right, that was yep. clever. Oh goodness! But you got your hair cut. You look fresh. The beard is cut. The beard is cut. I'm just I'm getting ready for spring, brother. Except for the snow today was it's kind of crazy, but you know. I was supposed to change the church sign today, and you didn't do it. Shame. Well, I was gonna do it yesterday, and then I got to church early because I'm trying to figure some things out with the the live stream, and then that took longer than I thought. And then right today was just nuts, and I'm like, I don't want to go in the snow, so I'm gonna go tomorrow. I, well, I have to go tomorrow to change it, so I'll, I'll change it tomorrow. Well, I think it's supposed to be 53 tomorrow and sunny, so yep. And it still weather. says Easter weekend on it. 
and it's not no. Easter anymore. So I mean, it's we gotta still kind it. of Easter up through tomorrow. I mean, it's Easter week, right? Because the well, week starts on Sunday and goes through Saturday. That's a week. That's true, but you know, Easter's the end of the season because Holy Week started Palm Sunday. That's true. That's true. So, so it's the end. But, dude, I got a question for you. What's what up, coffee brother? you drinking tonight, bro? What's brewing? Uh, I am back to the Mexican high grown RTC coffee again. That's the good stuff, bro. Because I bought like 20 more pounds of green beans, and so that's what I got. So, yeah, it's pretty good. I got me, well, I'm down to four and an eighth of a cup yeah, of coffee. Yeah, tell the world how many cups of coffee you have for this episode ready. Okay, so <laughs> for the this episode, I have five mugs, RTC mugs worth of coffee prepared. So it's going to be good. I got one and some water. But dude, so check this out. I went full I barista water. mode tonight. You I went, went what? I went barista mode. Oh yeah, you did. I got. Yeah, what are you drinking? Tell it. Tell our listeners. And so our I drank this specifically brewing. because Sarah Nas had her baby. I don't know if you saw the pictures on Facebook. I, I did. I commented. Oh, on so the cute, so cute. So I saw that. I'm like, you know what? In honor of Sarah, because she loves brevets too, I'm gonna have me a cafe brevet. So it's there. You go. It's, it's a latte just instead of milk. It's with half and half. So you do. You know, you steam the half and half, and then you got a little bit of foam. A little, little foam, not a lot. That's cappuccino. Just a little bit of foam on top. Just. Just, just a tiny. And then bit. you put your espresso in, and then you put whatever flavoring you want in. So I put salted caramel flavoring in today. So I have a salted caramel cafe brevet. I'm sorry, that just I'm a coffee guy, so. And I got my diffuser over here flavor, going, if bro. You gotta, if you gotta add flavoring, then then it's no good. I'm just I'm saying, enjoy bro. My life. You never know when nah. you're gonna die. You never know when you're gonna die. I might as well enjoy it before I go. Yeah, but that's not that's that's not enjoying it though. That's not enjoying the the full flavor but do you and see the this face? subtle notes of the, the coffee. This face is wonderful and is happy and it is excited <laughs> and it is blessed. I got my stress away diffuser going over here. I am full millennialing it right. Actually, now. we have our diffuser going downstairs right now of la- the lavender. So it's, it's it's like oh yes. Nice. See, I'm not the biggest fan of lavender. Like I love thieves with with citrus and i love stress away and and spearmint and lime those are those are a good combo but i think it's because i always grew up like with smelling lavender cleaner like my entire life uh so i grew up with like the citrus cleaner so uh it's just kind of or pine salt smells like a bathroom or bleach oh a lot of bleach yeah a lot of bleach a lot of vinegar too because vinegar is a good cleaner yep 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 so (laughs) i love it mark did we have any reviews since the last no Listeners, no viewers, what is going on? Really, no reviews, none. I'm, um, I'm even. I've already checked like ten times. So Spotify, you cannot leave a review. Google Podcasts, right. you can't leave a review. Podbean, right. you could comment. Um, right. you and you can, can follow us. us on on Podbean. Facebook, um, you could comment. YouTube, you, could you can comment on that too. You follow us on YouTube, where you can see this stuff. But right. I'm going back through the episode right now, and no, the. The last one was from March 31st, almost two and a half weeks ago. What is going on? Well, uh, at the time of recording, yes. At time of recording. That's right. What's going on, people? Look, we don't, well, we do ask for money, but we don't ask for much. But we ask for reviews, likes, shares. That's how we get our information into the ears of other listeners and viewers. That's it. That's all we want. Leave us us a review. That's all we want. Leave us a review, leave us a comment, share, like, 
send us money. Slide into I mean, the DMs, whatever you got to do. Just hit whatever, us up. Whatever, whatever. Hey, we even got Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. All you have to do is email us. You do that, you get the mini swag bag. Just saying. And something else that, that I've been asking people is if you got questions that you want us to talk about, hit us up with those questions. Definitely. I will say we have gotten a few really good questions. We um, have, yeah. Some are questions that they ask us a question. It's like, come back in two weeks when we drop that episode because we've already right, recorded right. it. We've or We've already recorded it. So, or they or, missed an episode. Or right. Yep, yep. Just yeah, we just really had one questions. of those where, where our listener missed an episode and asked us a question and the episode had just dropped like two weeks prior. And it's like, all right, here's, let's go back and listen to this. Long story <laughs> short, this is life or death, people. Listen to the episodes. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen, like, actually, review, and share. So this past week at work, I was working in, in the shop by myself, doing some some stuff that I had to get done maintenance-wise. And I went back through, because I like to critique, we try to critique and make our, our podcasts better for our listeners. So I went back and I listened from the very beginning all the way up to the present time. Like the very all the beginning? Episodes, to the very, episode one. And I've listened to every single podcast that we've released to date just to see if we are getting better. I mean, I don't know if other people have noticed, but we have gotten better. I'm just saying we got video now. We got video. Thanks, Zoom. We got some awesome intro music, great outro music. We've got, you know, Facebook's up, Twitter's up, Instagram's up. We've got an email account. We've got swag. We've got cups. I mean, we've had some amazing interviews on the podcast too, between Soche, Tibbs, uh, Paul, the three-part episode with Paul. Right. Um, we've also done Sarah Nas. Is it Nas or Nas? Nas. Sarah Nas, Nas with Fem- Fertility Nas. Education and something management. Something management. Yeah, I don't remember what the other one was. Yeah, sorry, um, Sarah. And then also Beth Schneider and the Schneider Ladies. Um, yep. Fun yep. fact: she just dropped her blog uh, really? today. Actually, record day of recording. She dropped her official blog today so make sure you head over there to her instagram account that's where it's all kind of definitely, centralized definitely. but she dropped the the, the url and, and of that too also if you missed that interview with her go back uh and listen. i think it was love two episodes two, ago two episodes yep yeah two episodes ago and listen to that interview with beth that was a uh, was an interesting i mean man that's uh some crazy stuff. Yeah, I've been <laughs> got going on. I mean, obviously, it's it's nice because Instagram lets you keep up with people, you know. So I've, right, I've been right. keeping up with her on Instagram, watching the stories, and I don't know. I mean, dude, I'm tired at the end of the day with two kids. I'm tired at the end of the day with three kids, and I'm not even with them all day. Like she's I got can't. Five. She's foster to adopted five kids. She's a human. Don't put her on a pedestal, but she's a thing. <laughs> like it's just cool. And it's, and she did all this in the last I think two or three years. I don't remember. I don't remember something, exactly yeah. what she said. It was yeah, something, something like, like that. that. But go back two episodes and listen to that interview. Uh, it's very eye opening and humbling when we think that we're overwhelmed. Uh, no, we're not. <laughs> not <laughs> no, compared not. to her, anyways. <laughs> I can do all things. And hey, even after this, we got some really cool interviews coming up as we well. We do. You want to tell them about what we got? Yeah, we'll up? give them a sneak peek. One of them is a missionary right. kid who's from Peru. And then he right. came back to the state. The fun fact: he actually had a national or a, a a professional contract in soccer offered to him. Uh, he was playing semi-pro down in Peru, but he chose not to, so he can come to the states to play. And now he's trying to get back onto the mission field down in Peru again. 
Uh, right. So we'll be talking with him next week. And then uh, we got a few more that I'm, I'm trying to get in, at least, at least on my side, to get some conversations going with a couple people. Yeah. See, see, you got, you got some contacts that you're working on. I'm working on some heavy hitters. I'm, I'm working on some very well-known art, uh, artists and authors and so we'll, we'll see if it all pans out, but we're, we got our feelers out right now for, for our viewers and our listeners, because it'd be really awesome if we could get some of these interviews. On. Yeah. And listeners, let us know if you guys like the interviews or not, because if you like the interviews, we can figure out how to get more. So you don't have to listen oh, to me and we, get, we, we know so many people between the two of us, we can get a ton more interviews going on with very important subjects. Uh, right now we kind of do, you know, we try to do half and half, but it doesn't always work out that way, but we're, we're working on it. So if you like the interviews, let us know if you don't, let us know. <laughs> no, don't let us know. Just don't. No, let don't. us know. I mean, we may not change it, but let us know. <laughs> Just being honest, we might. <laughs> I mean, you know, we might we not might, change might not. it, but it's okay. But no, let's get to today's episode, though. Now yeah, that definitely. we've we've gotten some catching up to do, we're caught up. Oh. We're ready to go. We're caffeinated. So, right. What are we talking about tonight, Fuller? Well, tonight is the episode, if you could ask God one question, what would you ask? And, you know, Mark and I, right before we started hitting the record button here, we were talking like, man, what should we tell him what some things we had asked? But no, wait till the end. And we're going to be honest. It's going to be real talk. And we're going to tell you some of the things we have asked and some of the things we will ask. No bars held, all real. I'm a little nervous. So stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be, uh, we're going to go for it, bro. We're going to share some things with our listeners that maybe our mommies don't even know. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah. yeah. You know, your mommies. You're pretty close with your mom. You know what I mean. I'm very close. To my, my mom don't know everything, though. I was I still know. a teenager. <laughs> she don't know everything. <laughs> right. But oh, so uh, got a quote here to start it off. All right, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, like you said, Mark, but we're going to go ahead and throw it out Dude, there anyway. I like it. I like it, though. All right, so the quote goes like this. Things I would ask God, question mark, I would ask God for, uh, for everything that I did not know. Not to know everything, but to know God better. It's I pretty. Know. What's that? I said, and, and that we don't, like, we don't yeah. know who wrote it. Right, right, yeah. Random. Some, so, but some it's, random so, oh. And it made me think a little bit, though, like when you when you when you put it in the show notes, I was like, I would ask God for everything I don't know, but not to know everything, but to know him better. Right. So it's kind of like I want to know, but I don't want to know, but I do want to know. So right. how would brother out? We, you know? we may we may or may not know who wrote this, but you have to send us a message to get that answer. Throwing it out there again. <laughs> So we may or may not know. <laughs> I love it. But you won't know if we know or not until you send us a message. <laughs> but at the end <laughs> of the day, though, or, or counter review, but, but at the end <laughs> of the day, I think it's it's fair to say that as Christians, many of us ask God questions. A oh, lot definitely. of whys, a lot of what's, a lot of hows, a lot of so what's. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's beyond the Christian scope of 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 realms to to ask god questions but i don't know about you but growing up i was always always told of stop asking and start believing more mm. or it's like the more you question god the the less faith you had but but you know? isn't it like if you think about it i i stand more on the stance of i think every christian has asked god something or another at one point in their life like should i marry this person 
Lord, praying for it. Should I get this job? Should I leave this job? Like there's these questions that are, you're kind of wanting an answer. God, open, you know, open the door or open the window or whatever, close the door. People pray that all the time. I've heard, I've never heard a Christian say, I don't ask God for anything. Right. Well, not so much that regard, but more so of asking like, God, why did you let this happen? Yeah. Or, yeah, or kind of like the, the Job account, you know, where it's yep. like, so why, like, seriously, like even stuff like Corona, it's like, okay, so why did you let this happen? Destroy the economy. Right. I lost my job. We shut things down. My loved ones have passed away. I've seen all this right. brokenness and hurt. Why? Right. Like, yeah. I mean, it, especially during this COVID-19 thing, you know, I could see how people could question that because of, you know, if somebody dies, you can't have a funeral with them. You can't be in the hospital with them as they go. It's like they're alone. Like, and that's real world because Scott, Pastor Scott's mom passed away, not from COVID, but just from, from old COVID, age and um, so, she some other things. Yeah. yeah so, she lives a long yeah, life, but they, I mean, they still haven't had a funeral. Right. Yeah. And and I know it's been real hard on, on the Smith kids um, and other things, but like not being able to see their boyfriend slash girlfriend or like hanging out with friends and stuff like that. Or like Eli, I'm sure it's hard of, you know, not finishing senior year, mm-hmm. you know, that's gotta be a weird one, you know? <laughs> yeah. A lot of seniors but are wrestling with that. There's definitely a lot of questions that, uh, you know, I've heard people ask like, uh, Lord, what is my purpose? Uh, what are some stories of people going through similar hardships that I have? How should I act when something makes me angry? How can I prevent myself from getting angry? How can I be happier in life? Why do bad things happen to good people? And why allow sin in the world? Those are just a few examples of of some things that I've either heard people ask, or or you know that they've said that they've asked God, or that I have also read in articles on the internet. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely a lot of questions. And so, you know, is it is it okay? First of all, I think we need to a- answer that a little bit. Is um, is it okay to ask God questions, or is it not okay? Is it is it okay to ask them? You know, the one big question of, you know, I've heard people be like, you know, God, you know, what was it like before the earth was, you created the earth? That's one of my <laughs> obviously, questions. Obviously, I don't think we're getting an answer from that one, but you know, there, there is that question that gets asked. Like if you've been around for eternity, bro, why did you decide to create the world only like this many thousand and, years And ago? since you lived outside of time, I mean, you knew what was going to happen with the world. So why do you do it? <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. What? Superlapsarianism so. versus infralapsarianism. Right, exactly. <laughs> the theological terms. But I think it's it's good to, to do a little differentiate. Uh-oh, it's a word I can't say. Differentiate? There you go. See, the, the funny thing is you can say these big theological words. Because they don't have THs or like You can't, like you can't say ask. ask. You can't say ask. Or Sith graders. Or sixth graders. Sith. Like the sixth. Sith Lord. They're evil. It's okay. Um, but I <laughs> think it's, it's say one six, thing. Say six. Six. Say six. Six. And then. Th- six. No, I didn't say six. <laughs> I'm trying, bro. My teeth have been it. working on this with me for like the last seven years. Okay. Yeah, say so. six and then th- sixth. Sixth. I just Anyways, roll with it now, bro. Let's just, just, let's I just, just call them sixth graders. Don't even try. But I think it'd be one thing to differentiate between um, asking God questions versus questioning God. Mm, yeah, and I think it's good to say, big, is there a, a difference, difference between asking God questions versus, you know, questioning God? And do you think there's a big difference with that? And, and 
where should we draw a line between it's okay versus not? I think there is a difference. You know, we look at uh, uh oh, uh, Fuller's getting a refill. Sorry. Oh, I yeah. can hear it poor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. <laughs> um, but I do think there is a difference. You know, I can I can ask God a question of like, uh, God, should I take this job or not? Or I can be like Job from the book of Job and question why are these things happening? Or like, you know, what, 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 what's the purpose of all this? And then, you know, God came, came down and worked and it's kind of slapped them around for asking, <laughs> you know what I mean? So there is a difference, obviously now, whether it's right or wrong, I think that's to be debated. Hmm. It's my opinion on it. What do you think? I can hear my, my son downstairs. <laughs> that's such a hard one, dude. Like, you know, I, I think about, okay, let's, let's talk about uh, David and the Psalms, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Psalms 13 has been one that my counselor has been talking about a lot. Um, Psalm 13, 1 through 6 says, How long, O Lord, will you forget me? Mm-hmm. Forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart? All day? How long should my enemy be exalted over me? Like, hmm. holy crap, that's some deep stuff, dude. Right. And so, like, right there, you see David asking the hard question because, you know, um, there's so many psalms like this. There's psalms where he's mm-hmm. on the run from his son Absalom. There's, uh, right. or Abimelech, I don't remember which one. Um, uh, Absalom, I Absalom. believe. And then there's even ones where he's being chased by Saul and he's hiding, like, like when he was hiding in the cave with his men, we have some psalms from there. Um, right. We have all these, we, we, we see the song of lament after, you know, he did the, like what you said, did the do with Bathsheba and then the killed deed. Uriah. <laughs> and then it's, I just got a big eye roll. I can feel it. Um, but you know, like, like, you know, he, like he caused Bathsheba to have the affair and then killed Uriah. And then they, their first son died. You see Saul or you, what, Saul, you see David asking God these big questions. Right. And I think that's something for us to, to, to take into account of, you know, even David, who was who the the man after God's own heart, there was right. no question that the man after God's own heart said, God, how long are you going to hide from me? I feel like I'm dying. I am on my last breath. The enemies right. have surrounded me. I don't know where I'm going to go. I'd rather just die. I don't know what to do. So, God, when the heck are you going to show up? But I think this is the big difference, though, between a lot of us humans and a lot of, um, I think this is one of the big differences between us as Christians nowadays who question God versus the man who was after God's own heart, David. Because if we keep Mm -hmm. reading, you know, we have that big section where it says, how long, O Lord? Verse 3, though, picks up and says, consider and answer me. Oh Lord, my God. In other words, now he's, now he's, so he asked the questions. Now he's asking God, Hey, could you answer me, please lift up my eyes? Lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my mm-hmm. enemy says I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But here's where it flips. All right. So this is where David flips it on his head. He says, but I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. And in all these songs, whenever you see David going, woe is me, my life sucks, screw this, God, what the heck is happening? At the end, he always, 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 always comes back to the fact of, but God, I know you're good. Right. I don't know what's going on. I can't see what's happening, but I know you've been faithful in the past, which is why I think the Old Testament thing of putting up 
remembrance things like the 12 stones right. after the people crossed the Jordan. Yep. Um, of you, I remember all these good things you did for me, God, and I'm going to choose to remember those. I know you're faithful. I know you're just. I might not get the answers, but I'm going to trust you because of what I've seen you do in the past. Definitely, yeah. And, I mean, we can even look at uh, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. Oh, that's a good where it one. It says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And so what the Lord is basically saying to Isaiah in that passage is that though you may not understand the things I do, you have to understand I know more than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, your understanding is, and our understanding is, is so small compared to God's understanding. Um, that I think that's why, you know, David would question these things, but then he would say, but Hey, you're higher than me. You know, it's, it's, you know, better than me. Uh, it's, it was more of a venting. David was venting mm. to God yep, and crying out, uh, Oh Lord, Oh Lord. You know, look at even, even, well, I guess it's not the same. Never mind. I'm going to scratch that idea, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, looking at David, um, you don't, just see him have an open, open-ended question. You see him ask the question and then say, no, you know, Lord, you know, you know, what's best and, and your ways are better than my ways. So, so I got a question for you then Fuller real talk time. Have right, you since becoming a dad? All right. Since becoming a dad, have you noticed that you kind of understand how God works a little bit better with how you relate to your kids? Definitely. Like, like specifically with this topic in mind. Definitely. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's definitely times my kids ask a question and, uh, well, I'll give you an example, not of my kids, but you know, a question that many parents I'm sure, and I'm sure Mark, you and I will eventually hear this question, but, um, dad, where do babies come from? Like, well, you see something called like, sex. Yeah. It's called sex. What, what happens here? No. <laughs> but uh, there, there's some things we can explain, but we can't explain them fully depending on the age because, like, if they're five years old, you're not going to be like, hey, Elliot, it's, you know, my, your daddy has this part and your mommy has this part and this is how it happens, the whole birds and the bees thing. You're not going to do that to a five-year-old. But, uh, you know, you'll, you'll explain them in a way – that they may not fully understand, but you understand, you know what I mean? And so to me, that's still the way that, that it is with God, that I can ask a question, uh, you know, um, see, it's hard cause I want to give life examples of questions I've asked or that I would want to ask, but I don't want to give away the end here, <laughs> but you would, I would ask a question and, uh, knowing like what Isaiah 55, eight through nine says that, that his ways are better than my ways and his thoughts are, are higher than my thoughts. And so he could explain it and I still wouldn't understand. Um, and, and we don't always have to have an answer either. Like it's okay not to have an answer. Um, but getting back to the original question is, uh, you know, should we question God that, like you said, there's a big, I think there's a big difference here. Mm-hmm. Questioning God is like, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example of, um, okay. Like, uh, God, why did you let the coronavirus or, 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 or like the question we read before, why did you allow sin into the world or why do you allow bad things to happen to good people? And it's like, there's free will. Okay. So some of these questions, questioning God, 
um, there's a free will aspect, like the sin in the world. The sin, there's only sin in the world because of the human race and bad things happening to good people talks about in the old Testament, how it rains on the just and the unjust, you know, blessings or not blessings. Mm -hmm. So, um, and a lot of that is coming from sin, you know, and some of it's not, you know, there's, there's, I think of kids in Africa that are starving, you know what I mean? That they didn't ask for it. They didn't do commit a sin to put themselves in that situation where they're starving and hungry. It just happens because there is sin in the world. Sometimes we only think about sin as a person to person sin, but sin has actually changed the earth. All right. The earth is not the utopia it once was prior to sin. So there is famines and there is disease like the COVID-19 that, that happens. And uh, it's not necessarily somebody's fault or it is somebody's fault. I mean, we don't really know. And, and our thoughts are, are we, we, we don't know as the average person, every, all the goings in, and comings of the world and political aspects and what, you know, governments are doing. And I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist here, but we just don't know. We don't have the information. I don't have the same information. The president of the United States does the president of the United States doesn't have the same, you know, information that the queen of England does. You know, we all have different information depending on where we're at in the food chain. And so just like we, trust a president here in the United States, you know, he's, he's down here and God's way up here. I mean, why we should trust God in some things and, and know that sin in the world causes a lot of pain and a lot of grief. Um, and that's not God allowing it. It's our choice because he allows free will. And there's that distinction there. Oh, definitely. And for those who are watching video, they can see my eyes going all over the screen. Uh, John 9, there we go. You know, we, we read the passage about uh, Jesus healing the blind man. And wait, wait, was, slow down, because I got John 9 later on. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. We'll just hit it again. Oops. <laughs> go ahead, we'll hit it again. No, but, but you know, the, the, the thought was... Um, okay, but no, but okay, so you see Jesus healing the blind man, and then right. when he was born blind... Um, right. the disciples, which this is a Jewish, it's interesting that this has always been part of the Jewish belief system. Cause this was the same with Job. You think they would have learned from Job cause they've had Job in their, their old Testament scriptures for forever. Right. Um, you see he's born blind. The disciples go, what sin did he commit or what sin did his parents, parents. commit that right. this man was born blind? And Jesus was like, uh, none of the above. Right. Like, and this is hard for us to understand because we're like, how could a good God do this? Going back to the question of he was born this way so that way God may be glorified. Right. And in the one sense, I can see people ask the question of what kind of sick, manipulative, controlling God would do that. But on the flip side, you also see, you know, then you ask the question, same with COVID, was is COVID actually a judgment of God? And a lot mm -hmm. of Reformed people will say, yes, it is because it's God who controls everything. But then there's a flip side where there's natural problems mm -hmm. that Jesus is able to come and fix and fulfill just because it's part of our broken world. And God right. just—and I don't say God isn't in control of it. He is. He just uses it for certain things in the same way for the blind man, where we see, you know, there wasn't anyone's sin. It was nobody's sin. It was the fact right. of this is just what happened, but Jesus right. came in and, you know, took away the, the blindness. And that's when Jesus said, I am the light of the world. 
and and then people started accusing him of all these different things and they were trying to make this whole story of no jesus doesn't have control over this jesus can't fix these things but the answer is yeah he did right yeah exactly and and people need to realize that <clears throat> that uh the earth if you look around the earth it's it's falling apart and it's due due to sin and it's not necessarily sin that one person is causing it's just sin is destructive it's just that's the nature of sin yep and so it destroys things. And so over time, it has destroyed the earth, things we've done to the earth, you know, past generations, going back thousands of years, different things that have happened have destroyed the earth. And so, so we have diseases and they had diseases back then. But even so much so, and I'll just touch on this a bit uh, because we already did a whole science episode, but uh, that if you ever look at why did, why did Methuselah, why did Noah, why did these people live so long back in the Old Testament, in the beginning of the Old Testament? Well, because the earth was a little bit different. It wasn't as corrupt and um, downtrodden as it is now. And the the air quality was, was better. Too. I mean, they yeah, right, gene pool. There was all these things were better. So they lived, They literally lived longer because better air quality, better water, better food. I mean, all these things. And so it, it prolonged life for them. Uh, it wasn't that there was anything super special about them because if we look back through history and especially like Josephus and stuff like that, he talks about it a little bit, but it, um, it was um, more of the time and the quality of the earth wasn't as corrupt as it is now because of sin, because sin destroys. But yeah. So I, I, I guess my question is then what do we do? You know, we, we haven't really asked the question yet of can we or can we not question God? I think it does come down to the fact, though, of we can question God, but don't always expect answers. Right. Well, and, and we can ask questions. Um, James 1, 5, and 6 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask a God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. And so, you know, James talking about here that you, you can, you can ask for wisdom, which is asking a question. We look at Solomon, Solomon asked for wisdom, you know, God said, I'll give you anything. He asked for wisdom and he was the wisest man that ever lived. And then that will ever live. Um, Supposedly, so if you he had ask a lot of lives and I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> it reminds me of this rhyme. It was like, uh, King Solomon was so very wise, but why did he have so many wives? <laughs> it, was like, it was like, you know, a children's Bible. It was great. <laughs> I feel so, like I need to get my hands on that for my kid. Jeez. <laughs> but it was pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, um, I think that you can ask God certain things. And even Hebrews 4.16 says, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So we can go to God with things. Right. We don't, we don't have to fear of ever like asking God a question. We just have to realize that it's okay that we may not get an answer because again, his, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are higher than our ways. Um, and in those times when that's happened, when we don't get an answer, uh, sometimes you just got to uh, keep going at it. You, you look at 
uh, Daniel and other people back in the Old Testament, when they were searching hard for prayer, they would wear sackcloth and put ash and they would pray and fast and pray and fast, pray and fast. And even Jesus said to his disciples when they tried to cast out the demon and, and they said, well, we did this in your name and we couldn't do it. And he's like, some, some things are only by prayer and fasting. Um, Philippians four, six through seven uh, says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with, with Thanksgiving, this is where we're talking about. If you look at David, uh, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So it's okay to be, uh, it's okay to question God. Uh, just remember, don't let the no answer affect your heart towards God and your faithfulness towards God. Um, we should be thankful because we have a lot and God gives us a lot. Every breath we take is a gift from God and we should be thankful for that. Right. So, and it even says, you know, your earthly father blesses you. So why do you think your heavenly father won't? In fact, probably right, much exactly. more abundantly so. And it goes back to that quote you mentioned at the beginning of, you know, I don't ask to know everything, um, but I ask to know, I ask to know God. I ask to know you. And that's not something right. that I asked for. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I'm over I here. I want to know everything. I want to know everything, not to know everything, but to know God better. You know, that's. Yeah, Which is the source of all wisdom. Right. But, but here's kind of the question I have for you then, Fuller. So. All right. If, let's say you have a question, right? And, mm -hmm. and we'll get to our questions here in a little bit. But right. you have a question and God doesn't answer it. Mm -hmm. What do you do? You remain faithful to God and be thankful. You, we don't always have to have the answer. Um, you got to remember, there, there's a couple of things you got to remember. God hears all of our prayers, right? John, ooh, sorry about that. I just knocked the mic. <clears throat> John 9, 31 says, we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is God fearing and does his will, he hears them. So so we know that God hears our, our prayers and, and supplications and our petitions, just like we talked about in Philippians uh, 4, 6, and 7. Another thing we can do is, is we got to realize that God may not answer to protect us from wrong motives. You know what I mean? Mm. So, so when you ask and you're asking these questions, what are the motives? What is it? Is it, is it God honoring or is it self honoring? Uh, and James four, three talks about that. It says you ask and do not receive because you ask with the wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. So when we ask things, it should always be, um, to God's glory, right? We talk about my favorite scripture, Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Everything we should do should always point to God, not to us. So if we're praying, man, <laughs> praying for that new red Ferrari, just haven't got it yet. <laughs> hey, name it, claim it, brother. <laughs> but uh, if I'm praying for something, what's that red Ferrari going to do for me? What's it going to do for God? It ain't going to do nothing for God. It's something that I want. Mm. And it's not a, it's not a pure desire. You know, we talked about a few episodes ago about finding the soulmate and, and should we pray for, for our spouse? I think if that's in your heart, you should pray for a spouse, but pray for that spouse, that future spouse that you don't know yet. Just like we talked about, um, pray for them to be able to honor God and all that they do. And that you prepare yourself and honor God and all that you do. So when you come together and find each other, you can both honor God together. Yep. So that's an, another thing we gotta we gotta think about. What's our motives behind our asking? Check what's yourself my motive? before you wreck yourself. Right. <laughs> and then, 
like I talked about a, a few minutes ago, some prayers can only be answered with repetition to show commitment. You know, sometimes God wants to see the commitment, show God the desire of your heart, even though he knows your heart, he wants to, it's like, you know, you think about repentance. Okay. Well, God all already knows all. So why should we repent? He already knows that we've committed the sin one. And if we're sorry in our heart, he already knows we're sorry. So why do we got to repent? Well, cause it shows the commitment, right? Mm-hmm. And so Luke 18, one through eight says, and this is kind of a long one, but bear with me. It says one day Jesus told uh, his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said, who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of the city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while. But finally, he said to himself, I do not fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. (laughs) Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from the unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think that God will surely give justice to his people, his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. And so this is another thing where he was talking to do his disciples, because again, like we talked about a couple episodes ago, well, we talked about on a good Friday episode um, about how they thought that he was coming in as this conquering King. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he, he was telling people or he's telling his disciples, don't, don't give up because he knew he was the conquering King, just not the way they thought he was the conquering King. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was a RTC coffee burp. <laughs> but, uh, so wait, wait, you get, so you gotta be quicker on it, man. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> you want me to do it again? Cut, cut, cut to. Yeah, we good. Yeah. But no, so, so, so disciples, good Friday. Yeah. So, so we, we see that, uh, you know, this is kind of during that close to that time. Not, it was a little bit before that time period, but he's talking to his disciples about this certain judge and how the judge being an unjust judge who didn't care about God or people eventually gave into this justice that this old woman was asking for because she kept going. You always hear that, that old saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? Yep. And so sometimes we got to be that squeaky wheel to God and it shows our commitment and that it really is our desire. It was that, it was that old woman's desire to have justice for her, whatever that enemy had done that in that parable. So she kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and kept, it showed that commitment level. And sometimes that's what we have to do for prayer. If we really want an answer, sometimes we have to go and you have to be okay that you still may not get an answer or prepare yourself. It may be an answer you don't like. And that's the really hard one. So. Mm -hmm. So here's another question for you, Fuller. All right. Do our prayers change God or change Mm -hmm. his mind? Man, that's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I know that's why I'm sitting here smiling. <laughs> yeah, that's uh seeing we see in the Bible in the Old Testament that they're um Abraham and Lot. You mm-hmm. know, we see that that he was petitioning and kind of bargaining with God. Well, if there be twenty people that good in Sodom and Gomorrah, was it Sodom or Gomorrah? I can't remember. Yeah, kind of one of the same. I think it's Sodom. Yeah, one or the other. I think it's maybe Sodom. Yeah, it was wherever Lot was living. There'd be 20 people. Will you save the city then? All right. Okay, Lord, I know I just asked for 20, <laughs> but if there's 15 people, would you still save them then? 
Uh, all right. I guess you convinced me. All right, Lord, if there was 10 people. <laughs> and you whittled it, whittled it down to one. Right, right. And there wasn't any. <laughs> so um, there's an argument to be made that, yes, we can change God's heart. But then there's the argument that, no, we can't because God is always and always has been. Right. And always. And, I mean, we be do in. see in the Old Testament, though, and this is something I've wrestled with, with Moses when God was going to, because he flat out said, I'm going to wipe the, I'm going to wipe it all. Like, uh, back right. up. I'm going to wipe off the face of the earth, but I'm just going to start over like we do with Noah's flood and God and Moses went on behalf of the people petitioned right. God. And the, and the Bible literally says God changed his mind. And so right. the question would be is, is did God change his mind or from a human side, God changed his mind? Cause when you read in Wayne Grudem systematic theology, it says God changed his mind. But right. if God's all knowing, all powerful, know what's going on, how can He really change His mind? Right. And you know, so, and, and I, the, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's one of those questions that we really won't have an answer. It's like it's it's the question of what was there before you created everything. What well, you know, we're not really going to ever fully know. We we like okay, it's it, there was God. What's that mean? Well, can God really have his mind changed? Well, you know, it says in the Bible that he, his mind was changed, but he's God. And so it's, it's one of those questions that we can, we could probably, Mark, you and I could probably discuss this for about 30 hours and still not come up with a, a and, sound conclusion that fruitful, we know if, right, 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 exactly. So, um, yeah, before we transition out though, can I read a C.S. Lewis quote? Cause we all love bro, our C.S. Lewis. Bro, that's my dude. So one person once asked C.S. Lewis, um, why do you pray? And he mm -hmm. says, I pray because I can't help myself. I pray because I'm helpless. I pray because the need flows out of me all the time, waking and sleeping. It doesn't change God. Prayer changes me. That's good, bro. Mic drop. C.S. Lewis <laughs> mic drop. Just don't drop that, it. That, that was a pen drop because, yeah, the mics are too expensive. <laughs> we don't want to replace those yet. And we don't have any patrons, so it came out of our pocket. <laughs> That's true. But anyways. That's true. Yeah. But so, know, was, so let's transition to this then, then, man. So All right. before we ask the question for us, I mean, at the end of the day, we can question God and we can ask God questions. Mm -hmm. But we always need to be, A, coming at it from a good motive, good mm -hmm. heart check, good reality check approach God with Thanksgiving um, and know that we might not always get an answer. Right. And if we don't get an answer, we got to keep going, keep pressing on, keep showing faith in the same way that God was faithful in the past. He's going to be faithful in the future. And sometimes we just got to trust him. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Is that a good wrap up? That, that, that I couldn't have said it any better. That was, that was a good final thought before I like we it. go into the things that we're going to get real here. Oh, I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of scared a little while oh, you're getting ready. I got to get my neck stretch. You're not hitting record. <laughs> All right, and Mark. And we're done recording. So, so, so let's start with you, Mark. Okay. Uh, I'll ask you and then and we can go back and forth. Um, what is one question in your past that you asked God? In my past? Like, yeah, in your past. Can you, oh. can you think of one? Well, I mean, I always used to ask the question, you know, why did you let my dad die? Mm. Um, and we talked about that in episode one. And yeah. looking back, um, this will go into the story real talk, I guess. Um, when people would ask me about my dad dying or was I ever mad at God? Um, the answer was no, not really. Um, mm. I don't know if I was too naive or just I'm I'm very much it is it is what it is. So let's move on type person. Right. Um but you know, 
because my dad died, so much of my story has changed. You know, mm-hmm. I moved to South Bend, but if I never would have moved to South Bend, I never would have made my faith my own. I never would have discovered Northland, which I, I'm wearing my Northland shirt today. One of my very few. SM. S-S-S-M. Some, uh, but I never would have heard of my college. Um, right. I never would have met the friends that I did. I never would have lived in the city that I did. I never would have met you, bro. Um, there would have been no Real Talk Christian podcast. So all y'all be blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> um, but I never would have Hashtag. made the relationships that I did that landed me the job at Southside, where I've been at for almost right. the last six years. Um, and this was part of the story of I never would have met my wife either because I was in South right. Bend. Um, but now the story's kind of evolved and changed. Mm-hmm. And and now the questions that I more so ask are well, don't don't ask them yet. We're doing pass what? first because it's gonna be my turn and then we're gonna but, go back to you and your current question. But I think the the, the bigger question, because I normally don't think about my own stuff. I think the biggest question I had was why did my mom have to go through so much hell? Mm, I think that's yeah. the big question that I actually wrestle with more than my own questions. I go why did my mom have to have her husband die? Right. Why did my mom have to get remarried and then relocated? And then stepdad walked out on us. Right. Um, and then, you know, all of us kids have put mom through the ringer. Um, my brother well, should like, like all things considered, one of my younger brothers should be dead. Um, right. Because of all of his, all, all the, the internal sick, just the, the part of his story. Um, right. And then on top yeah, of we, even actually, that, we were, we were pretty shocked that he, that he didn't get worse than what he did this last year. I mean, he was in pretty bad shape there for a bit. Awful. So I mean, honestly, even like he shouldn't have even made it to the hospital with all, like, like cause right. he, he bled out. My brother legitimately yeah. bled out and but right. he's still here, which yeah. is, I'm not complaining. Super cool. I'm, I'm thankful for my little brother, but logically it doesn't make sense. Um, but my mom's had to deal with all of that. And then now mom's also dealing with, you know, work things and, and, and with my situation with my own personal life and, and even my sister, you know, right. my mom has had, a, my mom's gone through a lot of hell and yeah, she, definitely. And so I asked God the question of not why, you know, why did my dad die? But it's more like now I'm an adult. I go, well, like, why? Like, seriously, dude, like, bro, why? I don't call God, bro, but it, <laughs> It's just conversation, but it's like, seriously, but like, dude, why did my mom have to go through all that? She didn't Mm. have to, you could have saved her from something, but you didn't. So why? Mm. I think that's more so the bigger question I got. Wow. All right. Man, that's gonna be hard, hard to follow. Well, hard, it's always hard to it's follow you, brother. Bro. You're so eloquent. <laughs> it's in a competition. Right. It's eloquent, so you make me say sixth graders <laughs> or ask. Every time I Love say you, that bro. word, I think people think Love I'm you, cussing. Bro. People think I'm cussing whenever I ask a question. <laughs> but what you got, dude? All right, man. Your past. So I actually had two questions in my past. Oh. One, one was. Let me think about what year it would have been. Uh, one summer of been, 69. Oh, wait. One <laughs> in the summer of 69. Uh, <laughs> one question would have been asked 11 years ago, and then a very similar question, but so I was, I took it, I took it better. 11 years ago, you would have been 20. 20. Well, I guess, I guess 19? it was, I guess it was 10 years ago. Yeah, I would have been tw- uh, 21. Yeah, that was like two years ago for me. So, yeah, pretty much. But yeah, <laughs> so Jokes. I had moved on to Florida. Uh, after my whole, you'll go back to listen to episode one. You can hear my crazy rant into drugs and women and sex and rock and roll kind of thing. But, uh, I was down in Florida. I had only been there a month, 
a month, month and a half down in Florida. And, um, the man who, who really helped me understand God. And I wouldn't realize it until years later, um, was my godfather. And he was on his way to work one morning on his motorcycle. It was a foggy morning. There was a turn that it was right down the road from his house. And, uh, it kind of went, you know, you go straight and there's a yield sign or, or you curve off to the right. And there was no yield song sign, you know, like that. Yep. So he always went straight. So he was going straight. Well, there's no yield sign on the curve and a semi was there and he slammed into the semi on his motorcycle and died instantly. And, uh, I lost my, my godfather who, um, was I, when I was a little boy, I used to call him Jesus. Cause we had, my parents had a picture. This is back before we realized it was probably an idol, but they had a picture of Jesus on their wall. That's right. A, that's, like that's, that's a good conversation. Like the American Jesus, like the blonde hair, blue eyed, but, my godfather had dark, dark hair and like brown eyes and very tan. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, I used to call him Jesus as a little boy and he, he died and I was in a, in a life sentence. And years later I realized how much I still had to learn from him. And so I, I asked God, why did you take him from this earth? So early he had his, he had so many ministries going on. He was helping so many people. He was bringing a lot of souls to Christ why did you take him from this earth? He could have done so much more for the kingdom. He could have done so much more for you, God. Why did you take him? And and our, our friend to the RTC family, uh, Paul Lindgren, was very close with him too. And, and Paul's expressed the same question. Like, why did you take him so early from us? He had so much to offer this world, this fallen sinful world. Uh, now, back when it happened, I was living in sin. So I just like, oh man, it sucks. This guy I knew forever. My godfather is dead. As a family and, member. And, yeah, exactly. And I'd known him. I mean, he, he, I grew up with him. So he was very, I was very close with him, spent a lot of time with him and uh, it just sucked to lose him. And then, like I said, now years later, I realized the significance and that brings that, that other question. This, the second instance in my past, man, we, this is kind of depressing a little bit, <laughs> uh, happened three and a half years ago. Uh, we, right before, I mean, it was, Right, at, right before we found out the sex of Piper, it was like the day before we were finding out whether Piper, whether our 20 week appointment went for Piper. And uh, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. Um, my niece, who was 15 months old, uh, was in bed with her, her mom and rolled over and got stuck in the, between the mattress and the wall and suffocated to death and died. And, um, I got to the hospital, I got the call, we went to the hospital and went in and just held her lifeless body and asking God, why, why did you take this little girl who didn't even have a chance to really live? Why did you take her from the earth? Like, <laughs> um, and, and God kind of called my, my spirit and said, yeah, it was better for her. It was better for her because the situation she was going to be in was not going to be a good situation. My, my younger brother was uh, a, a heavy drug addict. My, his girlfriend at the time, well, I guess the ex-girlfriend at the time <laughs> who was the mom, um, was a, a recovering drug addict. And, um, it just wasn't going to be good for this little girl. And that's not the only reason God took her. God brought that we, we were at odds. My brother was at odds with the family. 
and, and my dad and I hadn't talked to each other for a while. We were kind of at odds over some theological disagreement and God brought us back together as, as a core family and let us work out some issues. And there was just so many little things that, that came out of it um, that I can see. And then I know there's so many things that I can't see and I just have to trust God, but it was still one of those questions of why, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I know I'm never going to get the answers until I get to heaven. And by the time I get to heaven, I mean, we all know we ain't going to really care because she's going to be up there and we're all going to be praising Jesus. So age of accountability, that's another podcast, <laughs> but yeah. So those are my two things from the past. That's, that's, that those are my two, my two biggest questions I can remember from my life that I had asked God in those moments. So, yeah. So Mark coming into today, wow. <laughs> coming into today. I don't know if, Talk about following me, <laughs> bro. What's, uh, what, what is your biggest recent question for God? I have to think about this one too myself. That's why I wanted to ask you first. <laughs> no, I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, one is, uh, personal and one is universal, I guess. Yeah. You going to share the personal? I'll share the personal one. Um, I'll, I'll do that one talk. second. I'll do the Real one, talk. that one second. Uh, the global one, though, is the fact of um, lately I've been thinking a lot about the the people that are all over the world who God loves who either won't hear the gospel or just don't know any better. Um, and, and it's not like they rejected God. They just never had mm. a chance. Right. And, and the question I have for God is, is there justice in that of them when they die? And, and, you know, God knows the hearts of all men. Um, he's the judge. I'm not. Um, but obviously, I mean, if everyone was going to heaven, then why on earth did Jesus say, go out into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature? Right. To every corner of the earth. Exactly. (laughs) And we're called to be missionaries and we're called to go and we're called to, to, not just across the world, but even in our own backyards, we're called to do this. But, yeah. you know, I asked God, I'm like, okay. And I, I know the answer logic, logically, theologically. Here, I mean, not here. Well, here, well, here. I, I know what the answer is or what a answer is, but I still ask the question of, is there another way? Mm. Like for these people that have never heard, like the, the, the people who are suppressed in the 1040 window who right. um, literally can't hear anything because of uh you know the the government shutting down christianity um mm. the, the 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 people that are in bondage the people that are in slavery the people that never have a chance and then they live their life and they die you know is there any justice for them yeah. i don't know that's kind of a question i've always always been wrestling with um but but personally the question i've been wrestling with the most and this is more of a I don't know, I guess a plea, um, you know, th- with, with the whole divorce thing that I'm going through right now. Um, I don't really question God, why'd you let me go through this? Um, because it's not like, you know, God didn't control my ex-wife's decisions. She chose them herself. So I don't right. question God on that. Um, it's more the fact now it's like, why do my kids have to grow up a statistic? Why, why couldn't Jesus have come back quicker? That's kind of my big one. 
Um, in fact, I that was one of my thoughts of a couple nights ago. Of if you can come back right now, Jesus, I'm cool. I'm done. I'm ready. Um, you know, I don't want my kids to grow up in a broken home. I don't want my kids to grow up a statistic. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you can't go anywhere without meeting kids from broken homes, even in, yeah. even in our church, you know? I mean, I would say a lot of our kids come from terrible situations. And, you know, that's why I, I think it's super cool that there's people out there in the world like Nicole Howbold, uh, the Brolins, the Sowers, uh, Beth Schneider, with, you know, rescuing these kids out of these yeah. terrible drug-filled situations um, and, and giving them a hope and a future. But, you know, for my kids, you know, their entire lives just got changed and they didn't ask for it. Yeah. And And sometimes I ask God, not why did you let, these things happen, but more so the fact of, could you do something to end it? Either come back or at least let my kids grow up to know you and love you. And a lot of that now is on me as a parent, right? you know, to, to, to disciple my kids. And, um, but you know, through this whole thing, I, I haven't really asked God, why would you let me go through a divorce or, um, all the reasons because of the divorce. And I don't want to go into that right now, but, um, but now it's more the fact of thinking of my kids. And I think mm-hmm. as parents, we're always thinking of our kids more than we think of ourselves. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, I'll get through, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll, I'll be okay. But I don't know about my kids, Yeah, you know, and, and I don't want them to be a statistic or, or get messed up or, or have certain issues that they still have to answer for that it's their own decisions but mom and dad didn't really give them a good shot either you didn't want to you don't want to be a stumbling block like so many kids who get into drugs or um personal decisions or you know you you hear of all these people who you know whether they be drug addicts or strippers or porn stars or whatever so many of them it stem from parental issues yeah and and i don't ever want to be a reason where they said, well, if dad would have done this or if mom would have done that, you know, I wouldn't be in this mess. And, and so I kind of asked God more the question now of like, can you just come and fix it? That would be really Mm -hmm. cool. Right. Just come take us away. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Or not take us away. Just come back, set up a new kingdom. That'd be dope too. Right. (laughs) I'm good. I'm down with that clown. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining. <laughs> I can't follow that one up, man. Yeah, you can. That was real talk, bro. Thanks for sharing with me. The other us. question I have is why can't I grow a full beard? Because <laughs> you don't shave it off for 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 shave uh, April. But I can't grow a good enough beard on my cheeks. Full shave April, bro. Nope. God would grant you the beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's quite how God works. My goodness. Uh, oh, what about man. you, my friend? Today, today's day and age. <sighs> See, I just saw, I'm going to sound like a whiny baby compared to the story. You just came. My, uh, my question to God kind of falls on both, both of your questions a little bit, plays off of both of them at the same time. Okay. 
because I came from a broken home. Um, you came from a broken home kind of, but it wasn't like, it wasn't by choice that you came from broken home. It wasn't the choice of your mom or your dad, your dad died. It wasn't, that, that wasn't his choice Right. for my parents. It was a choice. And then it was a choice for my mom to get remarried and then divorced again and then remarried to my dad <clears throat> again, again. <laughs> um, but my question for God would be now, um, God, why did I have to go through all that? Why couldn't I have had a good, strong foundational upbringing in you so much so that I could, I could be the man that I'm supposed to be, that I'm called to be, that preaches the gospel throughout the world and isn't so fearful, fearful of um, repercussions it would bring on my family or, um, you, you know, and what I mean by repercussions is like, if, if I was a missionary and I took my family with me, like <laughs> would my family die? Because we, I know a family, I know a family that, that went out as a missionary and they, they weren't even there a week and the, the dad got shot in the head. <laughs> was that the West coast? The West coast. West yeah. Coast? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I'm too fearful. I'm too fearful for that because I want to hold on to my family because it's my family, but it's not really my family. I know logically and uh, theoretically and biblically that it's God's family and he's entrusted me as a steward. But um, I struggle with the mind factor um, because of my upbringing. And I, I, I struggle with being a good dad and a good husband, the, the type of dad and husband that God has called me to be. Um, because of, of situations from my past and bad habits learned. And, um, and not that I'm blaming my parents. Um, they didn't know any better either. <laughs> it was the way they were raised and, um, but it's struggling through and there's just so much struggle in my life that I wish wasn't there. I wish I, I, I could be, I could be that soul winner as, as the fundies like to call it, <laughs> uh, the Billy Graham style to preach to thousands that I, I, didn't sin so much that I screwed up my mind and my past. And I know that was my choice, but I wish I wouldn't have, I wish I would have had a, um, a firmer foundation in Christ on my own. Um, so, so God, why, why did you allow me to do these things? Why'd you allow me to go through these things? Because I could have been such a better, um, tool and a vessel for you to use had I not, and I could have, I could have reached the ends of the world and I, I could have done these things. So why, why did you allow these things? Um, and, and why can't I be the husband that I know my wife needs and, and the father that I know my kids needs because I struggle with my selfishness and my pride and, and the things that I want and, um, uh, my desires more than, than God's desires. And, um, uh, that's kind of, you know, we talked about the dad tire thing, the, the Jared Lopes. Um, he said something in his book, dad tired that, uh, really struck a, a core with me. It's, it's as a father, we all struggle to be a good father. <laughs> None of us are perfect. So we all struggle through it together. And, uh, it's not that we all, all lead well or any of us lead well. It's that we strive to lead well. And I wish I had more, I have a desire, but I wish I had more of a desire. And, and so that's my basic question to God is why, why don't I have these things? Why don't I have a stronger desire? Why haven't you changed my heart? 
why haven't you made me hate sin so much that I stopped sinning altogether? You know, we all struggle with these sins. Um, I, I wish God would stop these evil desires, this war within my flesh of, of pride and of anger and of fear and of all these things that I know are not good. Um, and I struggle with it. It's just like Paul said, <laughs> the things I don't want to do, I do. And the things I do want to do, I don't, you know, it's that whole, that whole montage. Um, so yeah, that's, that's real talk of, of what I question today. I don't even know how to end all this. <laughs> you hear the chainsaw in the background? Sorry, I do, listeners. but wah, wah. well, I don't, I don't know how to end it either. I mean, I think, yeah, this is, this is some real talk right here. A lot guys. of people have stories mm. and oh, is it Philippians? One of them talk. No, 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 no. Second Corinthians maybe. Um, but it talks about, not the fact that you go certain, like God lets you go through certain things to bless other people, but so many times, and this is what it says is, I went through this and now I can help you through this. Right. And, you know, I look at my situation, we've, we talked about this, you know, my dad died. Well, right. um, Colby and uh, Carly Watts, they were on the the, the, the two teenager podcasts. And right. fun fact, uh, I think part two is, or maybe part one is still like the top five, one of the top five podcasts that we've ever produced was nice. the teenager ones. Um, but both those kids are orphans. Hmm. Um, and can I relate to those kids fully? No, no. But I know it's like to lose a dad when I was 10. Right. Um, I, I know what it's like to go through that grief and loss. Um you know, all of a sudden now with, with me going through the pain that I have, I can relate to a lot of people and mm -hmm. a lot of people have been able to use their story to, 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 to help me. Um, and that's why I would love for Paul Lindgren to move his butt back here to South Bend so I can hang out with <laughs> Paul, him some more. get back here. We need you. Cause, you cause got, you I got, got ministry work for to the man. Here. Yeah. Bro, move to South Bend for Jesus. And me. Come on, for Jesus. Jesus. I'm pretty sure that was the Lord just speaking through Mark. <laughs> what does what Kenneth Copeland said? The breath of God? <laughs> Her, heresy crap right there. But yeah. But either way, uh, I know a lot of people in listener land have stories to share too. Yeah. And, um, and I know a lot of people aren't comfortable to share those stories. And um, But, you know, stories are powerful tools and stories are powerful vessels. And I think that's why, you know, stories like Paul's, um, stories like Soche, stories like Tibbs, stories like Sarah, stories like Beth's hang on to so many different people because people can resonate and go, you know, that's me. I, I, right. I see myself in your situation and, and I can know it's okay. And maybe that's, that's, that's part of it is God may not answer it, but we can look at each other and go, you know what? I, 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 God worked through you somehow. So maybe there's a chance for me too. Right. And we know so, God is faithful. Mm-hmm. And so we should be faithful back that even when we don't have the answers or we have the door closed or the door doesn't open that we want to open, um, we have to know that God has our best interest in heart. Mm -hmm. And and even when bad things happen, we know that God takes bad things and turns them into good for his glory, for his glory, not for our glory. So that's kind of my final thought. I like it. I, I don't have any other final thoughts. That's, that's the, see, when we get real with you guys, this is just how it, it's just kind of a, a somber, somber end. <laughs>
I got nothing else to say, dude. I'm just like, yeah. man, I'm just like, yeah, right now. Yeah. But was, if there's someone was... out there and, and you know, we get, we get plenty of downloads from all across the, the, the world now, the world now, South Africa and, and, the and England Philippines and, and Canada and, and the Philippines and UK and Canada. Yeah. I, apparently Canada's a, a separate country North of us, but we have some listeners up what? there, I guess. So what? what, what? I we have Canada, another country above yeah, us. Yeah, Canada's just like another state, you know. But but if you <laughs> got kidding. a story, you know, you, if you want to share it with somebody, you can share it with Mark and I. We won't we won't post it everywhere. If you just want to, you know, pray, we can pray with you. We can do a Zoom call, call with you if that's if that's what you want, and and be able to pray and talk with you. Um, th- this this real talk Christian. It started off to have these real conversations and. Um, if we didn't want to have conversations with, with others, uh, Mark and I would just still be meeting at Starbucks talking amongst ourselves. That's the the whole purpose of this is to share stories to become real and, uh, help people see that it's okay to get outside your comfort zone. And, and if you want to reach out to somebody, you can reach out to us. We're, we're not going to post your information or your story or anything like that. Um, I think all the guests we've had have wanted to be on, <laughs> wanted to be on our podcast, yep. um, and had things, stories that they wanted to share. And if you're, if you're one of those listeners that have a story that you want to share that you think could help others, reach out to us. We'll get you on. We'll, we'll let you go through your story. Um, we'll try not to cry. Um, we'll try not to be as noisy. <laughs> um, but we will drink coffee. You mean the Fuller kids? Do. Yeah, the Fuller kids and the chainsaw from my neighbor. But, you know, hey. It's the COVID-19 quarantine, so it, it is, is what it is. What it is. <laughs> it's real. But, yeah, but no, but, If you yeah, need to reach out, reach out to us. Yeah, so, email us, um, Insta, we Facebook. Don't have, we don't have a Finsta, but Facebook, Twitter, all the places, hit us up. Or Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Tis, that's always a, that's always a good one that you can hit up. That's by. it. But before we let you guys go. You know, we, we, we at least want to brighten your day a little bit. We want to brighten your neighborhood, if I, <laughs> if I could say so. We want to put a bright step, pep in a step, maybe even, you know, bless your carnigan off. Well, you're just trying to drop little subtle hints. I bet everybody I read got this it one. <laughs> Fuller, do you have a fun fact for us tonight to end today's podcast? I do have podcast? a fun fact. And for, for those of you who were blessed like I was to grow up watching mr rogers neighborhood right we all know it's a beautiful day and and mr rogers was one of those people that really helped us viewers feel like we could trust him and 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 watch him and understand him and learn from him and he wasn't about trying to hurt us or trying to promote anything he just wanted to to be our our neighbor um so the fun fact of the day is did you know Mark? Well, obviously you know because you you read it. But did you know viewers and listeners? Mister Rogers announced that he was feeding his fish on every episode of his show because a blind viewer once asked if they were okay. Dude, that's like Mister Rogers was that's the warm fuzzies, bro. He was Mister Rogers was dope. Like I'm just I'm just saying he's just the man. My question though is. Did he mention the goldfish and then just stop mentioning them? Is that kind of what happened? It must have. He must have forgot to mention them on one episode, and and the blind viewer was like, "Is the fish dead?" And it's like, "Wow." You know, <laughs> like, I need to start watching Daniel Tiger with my kids again. Thinking of Mister oh, Rogers. Dude, well, I, I've stopped. got a bunch of. I bought a bunch of Mister Rogers DVD sets, so 
we watch it here at our house. <laughs> See, we, we got a Dino Tiger a lot, but then we stopped, and then Elliot started getting to dinosaurs, so now we watch, like, Dino Dana and Dino Dan and stuff like that. But now we've been watching yeah. a lot of Boz and VeggieTales because of Right Now Media. Uh, that's so, right. There you awesome. go. But, hey, we are so thankful for you guys again. Just like we always say, hit us up, reach out to us. We want engagement. We just don't want active listeners so reach out to us on all the platforms leave us a review on that apple itunes and after you do send us an email and we will send you a mini swag bag anything before we go fuller are you good i'm good bro well in that case until next time see you later thank you for listening to real talk christian To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.